0: Hey everyone, Jason Torchinski here. And first, thanks for listening. Second, thanks to our new sponsor, Marble. Marble? We got got a rock to sponsor our podcast? (laughs) No, David. Marble with a capital M. It's the only
1: all-in-one app for managing your insurance policies and getting rewarded for it. Okay, all right. Well, I have a bunch of cars that I think they're all probably insured. So this could Mm, help. Probably not. But Marble's great. It's fast, and it's easy to set up, as it'll
0: put all of your different insurance policies in one place for you. It's free, which we love around here, being cheapskates, and it will automatically alert you if your rates are going to increase, probably with some kind of really loud sound. Once you set it up, you don't have to do anything, as it does it for you, like a robot trained to monitor insurance. And you get marbles, which you can redeem for rewards or use to donate to charity.
1: A marble spewing robot. Whew, that sounds great. How many marbles did you get from it? I got, let's see, can be the two, 900 marbles. Uh,
0: what do you do with that many marbles? I just put them all on a Target gift card. Okay, what'd
1: you do at Target? What'd you get? I got a big uh, crap load of Hot Wheels. I assume for uh, your child? Yeah, yeah, sure, for my child. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, um, okay, that sounds good. I like Hot Wheels. Uh,
0: where do I sign up? So you just go to joinmarble.co/autopian and you start adding your policies. And not only will you be supporting this podcast, you will also get rewarded just for being a real adult and keeping on top of your insurance. Joinmarble.co/autopian is that right? Yes, David. That's joinmarble.co/autopian.
1: You guys are looking good today. A few more pixels than I'm used to seeing.
2: All right. Hey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're, we're actually in person for the first time. Yeah. No, we're actually, getting where the
2: podcast going together for once. It's exciting. Absolutely. Here we Absolutely. are in person. Actual. actual
1: and not context. just not just anywhere. We're kind of in heaven right now. Where where exactly oh, are we? Oh,
2: this this is my heaven. This is my kind of place. So this is the Galpin Speed Shop, and a lot of these cars are friends' cars and cars that we work on. Uh, Some very famous names like George Barris. So the Barris family now keeps their cars here. Uh, Big Daddy Roth. Uh, We've got uh, Gene Winfield, Robert Williams, Dean Jeffrey. I don't know if anything's made by Dean Jeffrey's here, but yes, one of the legends as well. And uh, some of the California show cars and some others we're going to talk about. Uh, We'll we'll talk about these cars when Dave uh, uh, comes along. Uh, Dave Shutton, master builder, probably legend. uh, uh, I don't know anyone that's built or worked on more more show cars and hot rods than Dave, he's he's an artist in every sense of the word and it's going to be fun uh, learning more about Dave and his background and some of his passions in life and uh, how all this came to be because it's pretty darn cool.
1: The Podcast, the ultimate podcast for car enthusiasts. Last week we talked to um, Leonard from Darts. We talked a lot about wieners. A lot about wieners. Uh, This week is going to be a bit different. We're here in Hot Rod Custom Heaven. Yes.
2: I'm very excited about today's episode.
1: And we're going to talk with legendary builder Dave Shutton. It's going to be exciting. Before that, we've got a lot of great car news to talk about. And uh, well, we got to talk about the car show that we held here. Yeah, updates yeah. on some
2: fun we've been this, having together. Yeah. This is great. Our it's first get deal. together as Autopians.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is, went, and it went great. We had a ton of people who came out. So if any of you who came out to the show are listening, thanks for coming out. It was amazing.
2: Yeah, and everybody who brought their car, thank you. What an so eclectic group. Cars. It was unbelievable. No,
0: we had we had a Citroen LNA. We had a non-running Nash Metropolitan. You know, we will talk about more. We, we've got some pictures
2: yeah. of this show here.
1: Actually, this. You want to bring up some the, pictures? this first picture
0: of you
2: so, looking so all? Yeah, to establish, this is the, God damn, the first fish. Autopian meetup. So we got our whole staff together, all of our writers, contributors.
0: For us, too. Like, I've actually yeah. never met in person some of our writers.
2: That is so cool. It uh, is. Uh, uh, you know, because from, from all over the country, all walks of life, and yeah. to get together and uh, meet with our fellow Why? Autopians uh, uh, here at Galpin Auto Sports. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun.
0: It was. I mean, there was so many interesting cars that came out. Seventy pizzas were consumed. I was told. Yes,
2: that's a lot of pizza. That's a
0: lot of. So if you figure each person is eating, even if I, unlikely, each person is eating a whole pizza. We had at least seventy. <laughs> Probably four <laughs> people for pizza.
1: <laughs> I, I would guess.
2: Uh, maybe more. Not everybody ate
1: pizza too. So that's there. true. Right. Ate, you know, Probably
2: some children maybe. Ate- one or two slices. It was good a times. Few, a few dogs saying.
0: got into a stack of pizzas. I think. Yeah, also yeah you got to account point.
2: for the dogs that and ate multiple dogs. pizzas each. Yeah, but no, it was amazing. We haven't had someone brave enough to bring their McLaren out. Yeah, it a McLaren. It was gorgeous, and it was next
0: to an original Mini, parked next to a Nissan Pow, parked next to a, uh, your Metropolitan. It was amazing. That you gotta love, right? And then the guy with the VW Type Three Squareback, he put the engine in eight o'clock. The night before.
2: That is unbelievable Astounding. to me. Just for our show, that Just much work. Just for the work. show, that, yeah. that,
0: that, that makes me feel good, you know? It should. That's oh, yeah, cool. There's, there's the shot. Yes, you got original uh, mini McLaren. By the way,
2: the, the color on that McLaren. It's like fantastic. It's color. like this uh, Smurf color blue, color right blue kind of, of. It's like it's like a pool blue. You know, like yeah, it's the it's David a more of a paintings? It's, like. it's got a little bit more green than a Smurf, though. It, yeah. It, it's got. Uh, you know, I don't know my
1: Smurfs. I haven't seen a Smurf in a while.
0: Really? In LA, they're everywhere. I would ran
2: over two on the way here.
0: Yeah, uh, scrape off. Oh, this thing. So this car, Okay. So on oh. the screen right now, is what looks like a ratty old Jaguar, but it's actually
2: Is that a, is that a 420
0: a, a Jaguar? It was like a f- I heard? F- yeah, it said on the badge, like 4.3 liter or something. I can't remember. But it's, I can't remember exactly the year. It, it, it looks, should be
2: 420, because I think that's what it would take to, that would to create be something accurate. like this. You know? That's right. <laughs> Under the hood,
0: though, is nothing, because it's a Tesla Model 3 drivetrain. And battery pack under there. So yeah, that's actually a yeah, Model 3. And
2: the Model 3 wheels really go with the, yeah. uh, with, with the rest of <laughs> yeah, it as well. So perfect. the
1: rest of this thing looks kind of old school, you know, it's a black car, teardrop shape. What, 30s, you think?
0: Design definitely late 30s design. Could have been built up until we should know our,
2: we should know this, actually. I should. It's a little embarrassing. It's, I, I should. it's not your by the way, not your typical Jag. You don't see this car hardly ever. No, this is I've not seen a comedy. Very Jag. few of these. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it was a
1: clean EV swap. I mean, the thing about EV swaps it's is clean. usually, well, <laughs> yeah. well,
2: I didn't see anything clean there. But okay. no, well, well,
1: usually EV swaps are obvious. You know, you you could uh, see the battery mm. hanging down below, like the Beatles. You know, it kind of ruins. The, but yeah. this, you couldn't see anything hanging below. It just That's true. works. Yeah,
0: no, it was someone did a damn good job. And they Mustang two front suspension for some reason. I don't know why. But our guy Hubert, who uh, does a lot of our engineering articles, knows who made Hubert. made it. for Hubert,
2: by the way. There he is uh, yeah, there right he is. there, right?
0: There's Hubert right now. Yeah, so Hubert
2: he, knows his stuff, man. He, this guy,
0: absolutely. I, I
2: can't believe he's actually
0: writing for us. I know. How do we get him? I don't, how did we get him? We oh, have some dirt he on him.
2: The Ford GT. We suspension, got a lot to offer, guys. Come the, the, on. The, the, the Tesla suspension. He yeah. was the voice of Tesla for a while. This is incredible. Yeah, he's no joke. Yeah, we got to, you know, he should do our, uh, he, sh- he should be doing this, by the way. He's going And, and to. he should be doing our, like, radio and stuff like that. Wait, oh, yeah. Is there he does a have radio? a booming voice. But anyway, back to the car. So cool. And back here, very confusing. What's going on back so here? So you've
0: got the inverter system is up high. And then down below, like, that shelf is the uh, battery, the actual drivetrain, the drive yeah. unit on the rear wheels. And then the main batteries are all in the belly, just like you would have in a Model 3. That's right, Dave. It, right? Yeah, it's, a yeah. B- it's just
1: a beautifully done EV swap.
2: I yeah. can't wait until – I didn't see it come or go. Did anyone hear it? I, I watched it leave. It was silent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's cool. It, it, it drives cool. on its own power. Uh,
1: here uh, here we have rare. a – you know, Matt Fair also showed up. Great uh, shot. And yeah. he ch- sat in a PLP50, So which is, for
0: those of you at home who may not be familiar with a PLP50, it's the smallest production car ever made. World's
2: Guinness Book of World yeah. Record. Guinness actually came out, confirmed this.
0: And it was made from like the early 60s, 62 to 65 or so, built in the Isle of Man. So it's the smallest production car. Smallest. It's like a tiny little box with like a little cyclopean headlight up front and not much else. The engine's like by your hip. It's tiny. And Matt's a big dude. Matt's a very, yeah, he's a substantial, substantial man, Matt.
2: He's a, a fella. How, how big would you say Matt is? Six?
0: Six something? I don't know, everyone really? looks big to me. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know, tall. He's a, he's like and, a, he's, and he's
2: big, too. He's built. He's is, big. Is a he's a, yeah, like a... Yeah, so, he's, so he says to me, he says, do you think I can fit in this uh, PLP50? What, what was your guess? Absolutely. <laughs> you both yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's not like a Lotus or anything. This thing's got room in it. That's true. It is just a little cube, basically. And, um, well, I've been in it, driven it rolled it and (laughs) it's got it's got lots of space it's amazing packaging wise this thing is an absolute
0: triumph and this is the the oldest one too right that you're aware of
2: Uh, from what i this is the oldest production pop 50 that i can find yeah see that's pretty it's a it's a reminder
1: how important shape is in interior volume the smallest car in the world is not small inside it's all about shit squared
0: yeah i bet matt would be more cramped in the front seat of like that uh, original fisker karma which just has a lot of, like, big <laughs> things around you. This is just this is just clever. It's just a, a wraparound current package. Karma. Or the karma. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing
2: <laughs> much has changed. Uh, was that a Toyota taxi cab uh, by yeah. You too? Yeah. So it's super Toyota cool?
0: Crown Comfort. Taiwan. Was it Taiwan or Hong Kong? Hong Kong taxi? Well, they're
1: all over Hong Kong. This one might have been from Japan.
0: Oh, yeah. That was a Japan model. But this is there this thing could have been built anywhere from like 89 to 2018 they so look the exact same
1: what i like about these cabs, when i go to hong kong visit my brother there these car they look like they're from like 1995 the design if you pop the hood it's like a brand new engine in yeah. there like oh
2: really very cool. modern yeah they also
0: have a re- some have a release for the back door from the front like a mechanical like you oh, pull yeah. this little I thing I in the remember door that. yeah, yeah. It's, they're very cool and this guy where did he, he imported his from japan and he, it's in beautiful condition. I'm so happy. Doesn't it seem like an
2: odd thing to import with all the expense? Very. And, I mean, you, you know, it like, probably costs more to get here than the car, right? Oh, I'm I would sure. Assume.
0: It's one of these things that's, like, so mundane. It wraps around to becoming yeah, cool again. Absolutely. Because it's like that. no one would have it. It's, I love it. It's so good. What else we got, David? Let's see. Well,
1: really, the star of the show. Oh. We all know the I star know of the, the show. Coming. Which is the star of the show? Wait, for it. Do we have a picture, picture of it? It's kind of in the background there. Where is it? The star of the oh, show. Oh, I see.
0: David's. Yeah, your your free Nash Metropolitan. What year is that, David?
1: Nineteen fifty-eight Nash Metropolitan, free, zero dollars—the greatest deal of all time. On the way
2: to the crusher, yeah. And you decided to to save its soul. God bless you. This is going to
0: be your your L.A. go-to car when you live out here. And right now, I love these. Yeah, they're 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 charming little cars. They're amazing. Absolutely. And the uh, the crankshaft is in the front seat right now, right? Correct. Yeah, crankshaft in the front seat. It's going to take a little work to get it going, but the body's solid. This thing's going to be great.
2: How long do you think it's going to take you to, to get it going, or it's really solid? What's if I have guess? all the parts, I could uh, do under it. Under over. If I had all the parts,
1: I could do it in a day.
2: In a day. OK, should we, uh, should we take a little wager, a little wager? again? Yeah, I promise? Oh, oh, you well, want to do, really do like a wager? wager? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. One day. Okay. 24 hours, or, or morning mm, tonight? Give him 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah all the
1: parts. And there are going to be some parts I don't have, but anything I can get from O'Reilly doesn't count. Okay. Just a hard to... Work I, I
2: think you could do it, by the way, but I'd bet just to give, put some pressure on you. Yeah. So we've got to figure out uh, what would be... If he doesn't do it, he
0: has to drink a shot glass full of, like, 2050 oil.
2: No, that, oh, that, that's not... That, that, no. Alcohol.
1: i never <laughs> see <a> him <laughs> <laughs> drink. It's not worth to, like, dying for. You're not going
2: to you know?
0: die. It's, you're just going to shit yourself for a couple days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not try to murder David. All right, or, fine. David murder David. But at least, like... I've never seen him, like, drink booze. I mean, not mostly he yeah. drinks milk right. at dinner. He does. Well, make so it, let's make him do, do a, a shot tequila of shot.
0: Yeah, I think that would be good. You just have to do a full-on tequila
2: shot. And then mind. I've got to drink a glass of milk. Yeah, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, swap. Do you not drink milk? You might, Actually, you might secretly be. <laughs> that's that's a bullshit bet. <laughs> what a bullshit bet. Well, then make it more milk. <laughs> okay we'll figure out you know what the punishment is later something beverage based mm.
0: but so you, we should tell the other thing about the uh metropolitan so we pushed the metropolitan to get it to the show from across the street and we just had you know like about four or five of us had to just like push it or three or four i don't remember so we pushed it there and then this morning uh, and it was well, no, gone. at the end
2: of the show and the show David starts freaking out right because yeah, he's it like wasn't there Where's the dash? I don't see it. it yeah. It's not here. Well, it's so we small. Put, Someone like, could have just put it in their pocket. I'm like, who pushed it here? Whoever pushed it here probably pushed it back, you know, across the street in, in, in the parking lot. But and, it was, and you said, it was us. And you we, guys pushed we it over, push it so, yeah. you know, where where to go? And then, the, then the earlier today, we get a text from
0: Bo. I
1: wake up to this text.
0: Yeah, did you, did but, you? Oh, this is how
2: you woke up? Yeah. yeah. I was up before you,
0: by the way, in East Coast.
1: <laughs> well, I was night. up late. All right, good for you.
0: Yeah. And it was, um... Basically the text said from both like, would you like me to read? Yeah, it? Yeah, go ahead. Just read, okay, read, I, read it
1: verbatim so we know exactly what's well, going on. I haven't spent much time in LA so I don't know I, I don't you know what Did you see a guy with a machete la, yesterday? So last you night before did? I went to bed, I yeah. saw yeah, the, the last thing I saw before I went to bed was a guy wielding a machete.
0: I don't know if he was wielding
1: as no, much. That was carrying. a wield. There was a wield.
0: It was one-handed. Exactly. If there's no like sheath, to wield, it's a wield. have to be in the posture of stabbing, and I don't feel like he was. So,
2: so the text was, good morning, <clears throat> still looking for the Nash. <laughs> they said they saw a guy pushing it down the street and thought it was his. Homeless guy, probably slept in it all weekend, but I'm sure it's around the corner somewhere. Uh, on another note, would you guys be cool if we move the podcast? Yeah. So, right? Here we go. Andrew. That was a serious text. How am I supposed to know?
0: So Dave, Dave calls me in a panic. David calls me in <laughs> a panic. He's like, they stole my Nash, and he's very upset. <laughs> I'm
1: now, like, I'm not moving to L.A. Why would, why would I? There's a machete... And a stolen Nash but I,
0: like, within I, 24 I knew, hours. I knew Bo was kidding immediately. Like, it wasn't even a question. And I had to walk through, Dave, the logistics of, like, why? Why would a homeless dude want to push the one car you absolutely cannot comfortably sleep in? For one thing, just pushing a car, period. What is this person gaining It would be the most epic that? theft of all time if you it It would be a ridiculous
2: away. theft. You know, speak, speaking of theft and the police, uh, yes. also when David arrived. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> he went to go pick up. Hubert and Mercedes and Thomas, I think. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we, we get him a rental car. So he's driving, I think, a beautiful Edge or something. What is it? What kind of rental? Explore. Explore, Explore. okay, uh, very nice. So uh, gone for a little while. Next thing I know, I'm, I go up uh, uh, to our office and, oh my, do you, have, do you have David's number? The police are looking for him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, what happened? Uh, they have his keys. And I just started laughing because I'm like, "Oh, this is perfect." Yeah. So now David's at the airport without keys, and we can't get a hold of him.
0: And then, so, so you just didn't shut the car off. Well, well by the time to- by realize? the time we
1: figured it out, I was on the highway, and I was. How did you? I realized out? there were no keys did in you the get car. A
0: call? Is that how you figured it out, <laughs> or did you figure it out on your own?
1: We no, no. We got back in touch with oh. Bo. Oh, you got in touch with Bo, and that's how you figured it out. Okay. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so then I'm like, "Okay, I'm going 70 miles an hour with uh with there's no key. So if I shut this off somewhere inconvenient, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if it's like." traffic, and I'm like, you know, let's just, this thing doesn't have stop-start, let's just shut it off to save gas. Would be, I would have been, been stuck thing. in the middle of the highway. That would
0: have been terrible. But then it gets, this story gets better, and this is so telling of who David is.
2: What a rube, our I young, sweet David I wish somebody is. was here that was actually there to witness this. Yeah, but just explain but you, what you happens. drive up, and you're going to the um, LAX police station. Right, right? airport police. Airport yep. police. Beautiful police station, by the way. Huge. Yeah. Intimidating, big glass
1: building. A lot, a
0: lot of airport crime. And
1: I get, I, I go there to pick up the keys, and, um. Uh, I leave the car idling, and the, you know, Hubert's like getting ready. I, I go to turn it off, and he slaps. He gets ready to slap my <laughs> yeah, hand. thank
2: God someone's paying attention. Uh, so he I go into smart, this. Smart, So he he is, You know, what he's doing. Good to have him with you. Uh,
1: so the police station was like a ghost town, completely empty. This huge built building. Lots. It looks like it's brand new, but truly bu- beautiful. I walk in there, and there are just two guys, just really bored behind the glass, like really amped to see anybody. And um, I ask them about my keys, and after a while, they eventually give me my keys. And then I say bye, leave the, ple- the the building, and I find a $10 bill on the ground. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not my $10 bill. Let me just turn it back in. So I go just, back in. Okay, let's just pause it here, just here for a second. Let's just, just pause here.
0: What... Ha- what sort of human being finds $10 on the ground and thinks the best course of action is, I'll take it to the police, who can reunite this $10 bill <laughs> with
2: its owner? How yeah. do you
0: even picture that's going to happen, David?
2: Look, we can... We not got in ha- an envelope, <laughs> just a $10 bill by itself, nothing yeah. else there. Well, we can all
1: agree that there is a certain point at which someone will return somewhere and be like, hey, I lost some money, did anybody turn it in, right? $10 Isn't there a point? is not that it's monetary not point. It.
0: If you saw it fall out of someone's pocket, you flag them down. That's one thing. A ten-dollar bill lying there unattended, the police are going to do absolutely nothing. They're going to have like they going to put up flyers. Look, and, and, and
2: I think anything them. between one penny and probably at least nine hundred ninety-nine dollars never gets turned in. No, maybe it's if somebody $100 found $100. a pack of a thousand, they realize, okay, this is sure. somebody's money. They might turn it in. But like but single bills, like a even a s- hundred is
0: like
1: your—it's your lucky no day. way in hell. In, it's in your, your lucky pocket. day. Look,
2: okay, I see your point. And and by the way, who else, just on the other side of things, can you imagine a person going to the police station... Yeah, I, I lost, lost $10. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it my $10? Green. I
0: believe it had Alexander Hamilton on it. Uh, had numbers.
1: Look, yeah. you, you are right that inflation Driving has made... Drive it to the airport, please. Did somebody uh, drop it on the ground somewhere? Look, your main argument is about inflation, right? $10. No, it's not, a, no, it's oh, not okay.
0: about inflation. Keep going, because the story actually somehow gets it better, does get better. better for us and worse for you, David. So explain what happens next.
1: Turn the $10 bill in.
0: You turned it into the cops. Yeah, but I have my
1: keys... And um, leaving the Explorer, and um, while I'm on the highway, I realize that um, not a single soul walked into or out of the police station while I was there. Which
0: means, walk this all the way through. Which
1: means means that was. I turned in my own ten dollars.
0: Yes, exactly yes, right. You turned in your own. Like I guess whenever you uh, drop the keys, the ten dollars <laughs> fell out of your pocket, and you you gave the cops ten bucks for the privilege. I hope, they
1: watch, Uber, I hope they watch. I hope they watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> they just, know, they're just Like I wonder whose ten dollars this is that this guy turned in, and then they see that it was my own. Yeah, oh. You turned in your own. Oh
2: my God. You, you robbed my yourself to turn yourself in. That anyway, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> great, great
1: car <laughs> show. It's a, it's a crime. <laughs> We do have some news we need, we need to discuss. Oh, Danny's moving I'm, on. Notice how I'm pivoting uh, yes. yeah, I do. in the middle of uh, being made fun of. Yeah. All right, we're, we're, we're going to start it. with a, um, a... This is a child endangerment. Story. Go ahead yeah, and introdu- so, introduce us to this absurd story about... All right,
0: so on... Uh, read the headline and... Yeah, the and we'll the headline is, what the hell is going on with the biggest biggest Tesla fan planning to drive at a kid with a Tesla? So if you were paying attention on Twitter this past week of whatever month and day this is, um, there is a very uh, well-known in the Tesla community Twitter account called Whole Mars Catalog. It's a dude named Omar who runs it. Uh, he put a call out where he basically said, uh, let's see if we can read this. Is there anyone in the Bay Area with a child who, <laughs> zoom in, who can run in front of my car on full self-driving beta to make a point? I promise I won't run them over. We'll disengage if needed.
2: Now, now, just to be fair, this is how NHTSA does it, right? They, they, yeah, they reach they, out. They, they find they some, some children.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my they ask gosh. around, and they just shove them in front Wait, of Wait, the last them. line, by the way, is this is a serious request. Oh, yes,
0: yeah, yeah, so no one thinks this dude is joking about asking to see if you'll give your child to run in front of a car. He's absolutely serious, and the thing is—did you talk to him? I did talk to him. I talked. To, I know Omar a little bit because we've butted heads before, and I once did like a debate with him. And Omar and I don't agree on hardly anything, but uh, I do respect that he is willing to engage and talk. And he did. He talked to me all about it. He told me it was—it had to do with there's a—they're um, trying to show that uh, these semi-automated driving systems have all kinds of flaws, and they want to bring attention to them, and so. There was a video that came out and was tweeted showing uh like with mannequins like cars on uh, teslas on fsd oh yeah those poor mannequins into into the poor mannequins arms and
2: heads everywhere everywhere
0: elbows akimbo it was rough so uh, he was he wanted to kind of disprove that it was this bad saying the automatic braking works or you autopilot and all this stuff is better so he literally was trying to get a human child and he actually – and someone agreed to it, and then they had a tweet about how they have to okay it with their wife. Oh, no way.
1: Like that conversation no. just made the pit of my stomach just hurt. Like, okay,
2: honey. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, Okay. Don't, don't, get <laughs> don't get mad. It's don't for mad. Elon. Oh, it's for
0: Elon. It's for
1: Elon. It's for Elon. <laughs> no
2: problem.
0: And the whole thing is ridiculous. Okay, so he, he had Sorry. a plan where he wasn't – I don't actually think the kid would have been hurt because he was going to He promised happen. the kid
2: would not be hurt, he, by yeah, the way. He, he promised. Would,
0: he promised. And he would disengage if needed he swear. to. He wouldn't just let the car run it over. And he wanted to have, he also said, it's okay, I've got the kid's dad has agreed to be the one to drive, which I think makes it worse. <laughs> it does make it worse. if anything does happen, it's the kid's dad who has to bear that So the,
1: the kid's not actually going to go into the road, right?
0: According to him, they're going to have the kid run at the road like he was going to, but like stop at the curb it's okay, that's better, but it's still, it's still not a, none of this is a good idea. So, he doesn't
1: work for, he's a, no, he doesn't work for Tesla. does not. I have to say, this level of, like, loyalty to a brand, it is bordering on, not bordering, it's no, it well is. beyond bizarre, Yes. but they are into cars. True. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm trying to see the positive are. here, I mean. These people
2: are into cars. He's endangering someone else's kid, you yeah, know, that's. Yeah, it's, You're I mean, right. Let's not worry about a bright side here. We're, we're, I don't see it. There's a no huge
1: point where
0: anybody should be doing safety critical testing for a major automaker of any kind on your own, especially <laughs> using by someone else's kid. <laughs> people to try to get kid volunteers. Everything about this is is deeply fucked. It is completely messed up. On so many levels, the fact you would even think this is some like you had to defend the honor of this for-profit company that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> the most
2: one of the most valuable, co- a trillion-dollar yeah, company. Really, they literally they want, can't spend. They yeah. can
0: buy their own damn kids yeah. and throw them in front of cars. <laughs> they can afford it. It's everything about this is just feels wrong and unsettling, and I.
2: Well, We're if he ever does it, we actually have to get the footage of it. Well, actually, up.
0: there is a little bit of a follow-up. Uh, yeah. I have seen Omar had gotten a hold of a kid mannequin is like a test oh, run. Okay. And he dressed it up in like <laughs> clothes. And he's been putting it in front of the Tesla. Like on this? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so <laughs> but far,
1: no, no Notice the condition of this particular <laughs> yeah, mannequin yeah. here. That though.
0: mannequin's not doing great. But it also, he, the tweets I've seen from him, the Tesla has not seen the mannequin at all. Like it doesn't even show up in the visualization. Uh-huh. So it doesn't bode well for... <laughs> the kid and right now they were thinking maybe it well, that's the, why the I want to use a kid you know so it can be well real. they think maybe the tesla can tell it's a fake but i still feel like something should show up there cuz it's not like running into a mannequin Well, you still shouldn't mannequin. run into things yeah, don't That's run into the
2: point a mannequin. of autopilot right
0: yeah that's like part of it if oh. there's a whole bunch of mannequins on the road avoid those too
1: tesla yeah. fans man they're they're wild yeah they're wild it's a wild crew. Yeah. yeah it's amazing all right moving on to a to a vehicle that um I guess you're pretty familiar with, the Maverick. Oh yeah. The Maverick Tremor. Everybody loves the Maverick. We have discussed yeah. the Maverick Tremor. I had a chance to uh, Ford had a little content capture thing for, which is kind of a boring name. But basically, yeah. they, they brought out a bunch of journalists and said, Take pictures, basically Here is one of the very first,
2: have a look, talk with our engineers about it.
0: So how's it different than a regular Maverick, David? Yes,
2: explain all those angles for us.
0: Yeah, what's going on here? Um, what is the Tremor package
1: for? Uh, you know what? Everyone wants off-road vehicles. You probably get this, right? Of course. What exactly is it about this off-road?
2: Because everyone loves the great outdoors. We all got stuck inside during the pandemic, and everyone wants to get out where the the, the sun is shining and it's beautiful. And you can breathe clean air yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The Not great outdoors, man. Everyone rules. loves that. Look, get out of the city.
1: I, I love off-roading too, but there are so many like off-road models, like like uh, RAV4 TRD. You know, just like really. Yeah, but this soft. is cool.
0: <laughs> David's gonna. Mm-hmm. What do you think, David? Just be honest.
1: Okay, well, first off, I think the Maverick is an incredible machine. It is. This, I, so I went through all the off-road figures for this one. And,
2: and it's not supposed to be like an off or
1: off-roader. It's just, you know,
2: yeah, mildly
1: off-roading. So it's basically a Bronco Sport, but with a Maverick body, more or less. But otherwise, it's the same thing as a Bronco Sport and um, it'll be okay off-road, probably. It'll probably be okay. I mean, it's got a huge bet on it.
2: Probably be okay. That's a great review.
1: Yeah, I probably. mean, okay, to be honest, it doesn't look. The, the numbers don't look good, I mean, from an off-road standpoint. You, it's basically got the two things you don't really want in an off-roader. First, be a pickup truck, which means you're really long. Pickup trucks are not great off-road, generally, because they have huge bellies and huge rear overhangs. This, not a
2: huge on this case.
1: Not not huge, right, because it's a smaller one. Yeah. But then you add the fact that it's a crossover, which means it's now lower.
0: Yeah. Oh, a phone. Is uh, that keep me? Keep going, David. Is this I think that's me. Is that yours?
1: No, I'm joking. great, though. <laughs> So anyway, if you want a full analysis of the off-road, ca- mm, the off-road hardware on this, um, check it out. I think it'll be fine.
0: I feel like this is a, an example of an excellent vehicle that's designed for a specific job that it does very well. The basic Maverick, I think, is one of the best things you can buy in the market now, especially the hybrid version. There's really nothing like it. Yeah. I don't know it was ever intended to be an off-roader, and I feel like Ford's maybe pushing it into something that it doesn't have to be. Well, well it's it a truck. No... It
2: should be able to go off-road. It I agree with that. It could probably do some. And, and by the, but I don't think this is, like, purchased to be an off-road. It's purchased to be a great little truck that just so happens to be able to go a little off-roading. It's not like that's your main purpose here. So I agree, but how, how
1: do you how do you make the the customers' expectations line up with the capability of the truck? Like in this case, if you look at all the other Tremors, you got F150, F250, F350 Tremors. These are trucks with solid rear axles and lockers, and you know, and this is also a Tremor, but it's not on the same level. So, how do you make sure that Customers realize, "Yo, it's a tremor, but it's not." Okay, let's do
2: this. When we get our Maverick tremor, in, then we'll compare it against the other tremors and see if it's really a true tremor. Okay, no, yeah, that that would fair. Be good. that's Actually, fair. Actually, maybe it's look. This is only because I'll say Ford is oddly specific when they follow their own rules. Yeah. Like when they had ST, they had all these things. I'm like guys you could vary a little bit they're your own rules like no that's what we said we got to stick to them and i respected that so i got to see yeah. if there's like some tremor rules or they just kind of did whatever here you know you, you might be right because
1: all the other tremors are so much bigger that this one being smaller might actually kind of even them out yeah, and proportionally overall. yeah well
0: we haven't
2: so done we'll it yet so maybe we just gotta so hold judgment. your judgment a little bit you're there, right you're right judgy.
1: this is all theory this is all theory <laughs> all right but anyway all right that's fair. what else we got david
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was. So this is. So I bad. didn't
2: see this. This is came out this morning, this so I'm not morning. familiar with read it. Read the headline. So, what us. is the argument? Okay, okay, wait, read the. Yeah, read the headline it. Headline
0: is Watch Ford use the most ridiculous arguments to prove that the Falcon is better than the Chevy Corvette.
2: Do you really need an argument here? This is breaking I'm news, by the way. Corvair, so it's, this, this is okay, breaking for, news, isn't it? This is
0: very breaking news. Yeah, 1959, so we wanted to get right on it. We didn't want to let this one sit. That's why we had to have it up early this morning. A Falcon,
2: the fastest bird. Falcon? <laughs> That's a Corvair, <laughs> just a made up word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on.
0: But this is, so this is a film strip. It's not even a video or a movie or a film. It's a film strip that they put out in 59, and it's basically, you know, it's very much, Ford made it, so of course, yeah. the Falcon's gonna come out ahead, But of it's course. still hilarious. It's hilarious because they get, like there's very important things about the Corvair you could point out. The things that Ralph Nader wrote an entire book about, <laughs> that you could point like, out, and they pointed out.
2: Ralph Nader, because of this car, became famous, right? Exactly, yes. so like
0: it has significant handling issues. Yeah. And they mentioned that once, and then in, like in right passing. before it, it's like the door cards are mostly cardboard behind the outer skin. Like such pity, like nitpicky little stuff. <laughs> or they had like a woman getting out of it, and they're like, imagine if she wasn't wearing slacks. Like, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> like there's so many ridiculous things. And they also mentioned like the front has no grills, so they say prob- they and he says probably, because the cards are new, they haven't seen them. Like rock chips are going to just destroy the front of it, and they point out the Falcon's grill is not going to happen. But you remember the old 60s Falcon grill, were these really thin sheet metal that bent like you just look at them too hard and they get all wavy like just the wrong argument to make and it all just feels catty like they they called the they they compared the (laughs) falcon to fine broadcloth and then they compared the uh the the corvair to burlap sacking that is catty it, it is so catty and then they uh, also they did point out uh, the gas tank location they weren't crazy about, which is exactly oh, yeah, the problem that. they had 10 years later with the Pinto. Wait, they didn't like that it was in front <laughs> no, of the axle? they didn't like it, which is literally the same problem they had with the Pinto. Oh, and scroll up, David. They also bitch about, they saying when you get your gas filled up and you're smoking, because it wasn't even <laughs> like, so you smoke. It was when you're here smoking, because the fuel filler is in front of you, this may be more of a problem. <laughs> no, no, but it gets, the, the, oh, yeah, this the, is the, the Christmas tree quest. thing is
1: absolutely Absurd. The Christmas.
0: So they're saying you shouldn't get a curvair because if you're going to go get a Christmas tree and throw it in your trunk, everybody puts them in the roof. Yes. Like, that's the icon. Well, that's of like the way the we do it today. Season. I think people always stuck them on the roof.
2: I wasn't there. I
0: wasn't there, but I've seen old pictures. So what they're saying exactly is, is you would have to buy a periscope because the trunk is in the front. If you were to throw a Christmas tree, like you're, you are reaching, fellas.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's a little bit of a reach. I'll give you that. A
0: reach. Now I get that you may be pro Falcon, but this is. Could I sell
2: you maybe a periscope? Yes, is the title of the cartoon.
0: Yes, that's right. So it's a little cartoon. With a guy with a Corvair and a Christmas tree poking out of and the he trunk. Can't see
1: past, he can't see past the can't Christmas see tree. He can't see
0: past the Christmas tree, so a sales guy is offering to sell him a Periscope that they happen to have ready to go. It's just a, I recommend everybody just watch the film strip because it's hilarious. They
2: could have put, like, packages of Christmas presents, and that, that, yeah, that would have be been actually a real thing.
0: Absolutely. You could put cra- – yeah, and I think every – you put them on the roof. They've always put them on yeah. roofs. Yeah. They
2: and have to
1: fly off of something. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ooh.
2: Petty old movies. I and love I that. I love
1: petty. It should be a whole category. Oh, this one's a special one, actually.
2: Yes, this one, David. Like, we it, finally get to understand your type. Look,
1: yeah. my type is the Gaylord Gladiator. Right. Would you explain what that car is, Dave? The Gaylord Gladiator is a one-off that was developed by a couple of brothers who were the sons of this bobby pin, hairpin Fortune. very rich guy
2: yeah so somebody created the bobby pin and, and made made created a, a, a fortune from that exactly and he actually made, a made his money.
1: fortune from hair pins but he also got into the bobby pin thing did he name the bobby pin uh, the robert pin I, yes. I, don't, I don't think he <laughs> did. Is, is his name
2: bobby uh, no,
0: no he, he, he didn't, oh, uh, okay. he didn't. Okay. Came, no actually I remember the article it came from bobbed haircuts in the 20s
2: oh okay that makes yes. sense which is why they call it thank that. you yeah, yeah, I love trivia yeah
0: it's good so, anyway, so explain. Okay, so it's an interesting coach-built car. Yep, yep. And there's pictures from 1955 of this car. Kind
2: and of, kind of cool looking, by the way. It, looks, cool. it looks very surprised. The yeah. headlights
0: look absurd. They changed absurd
2: this. headlights, They I'll did agree.
0: change it later. They got rid of these, these giant Lucas lights that they used to have that make it look shocked, And they later changed it to these dual headlights. But
2: very Batmobile. Like that's the
0: yeah. later version. But more oh, yeah. importantly for us is there's a model on the car. And David has informed me this model is his dream woman. Uh, this is your crush. She's probably 90 years old Yeah, she's pushing 90, but we just wanted to put the call out. If anybody knows who this is, they would like to take her out to dinner at 4.30 the in the afternoon. The model for the
1: 1950-whatever mm-hmm. Gaylord Gladiator.
0: Well, 1950
2: so before we look her. at it here, we want to we see this young lady. Yeah, show okay. her, show her.
0: She's a lovely young lady.
2: And um, we want to sh- put out to all the utopians to help us... Find your grandmother.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. let your grandmother there know you that she's going to go on a date with David if it's uh, the, the right lady. Where, where
2: would you take said lady on junk- said date? Junkyard,
0: right? Yeah, not, junk, not junkyard. David you kill her.
2: If you come out to L.A., you got to figure out where to go on a date. And I don't think a junkyard is going to be the best choice. No. It's going to be about saying. 4
0: in the afternoon. In Detroit, a junkyard
1: is romantic. Yeah. I'm told. Yeah, I'm
0: sure it is. That's very true. But, yeah, you're um, going to have supper around 4.35. Know, yeah, and she'll give you some Werther's Originals. <laughs> and then you'll, uh, you can go for a, a stroll and you can push her walker. It's going to be beautiful. But so this person. Is this when we make the
2: joke about her taking out her dentures? Nah, no. yeah.
0: <laughs> she, well, we, we, she could be. This could, this picture could have been taken either in Germany or France, I think, because the car was coach built in Germany. Yeah. Went yeah. To
1: the, it was shown at the Paris Motor Show.
2: Oh, you didn't say it was over there. Well, now we're going to find her.
1: Well, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, no, it was it was built in Germany and um Well they still could currently, be currently uh that. I actually saw it in person. You did? Uh in um Fried, I think know? it was Friedrichshafen, home of Z F. Yeah, yeah. Some, oh. somehow Z F has a connection with this car. Uh Z F used to make blimps and the same company that was making blimps was also doing the body for this or something like that. Right. There was some
0: connection there. Did you kind of like rub up against the metal where you knew she had once had no, contact was, and they had to drag you off?
1: Anyway, moving on to the next thing. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, we yeah. know your type now. Yeah, that's good This stuff. is so cool, by right? the way. It's I didn't crazy. know this existed, and I love this. I want this. This right? is what I want to build. You this would be so rad at Galpin to do test driving in cars. Tell us what this is, Jason. Okay. This is unbelievable. Okay, so
0: in, the 19, in 1929, just on the edge of the Depression, there were uh, there was at least four or five of these built. They were a roller coaster that you drove your own car onto. That so it was is like, so cool. It was like a wooden roller coaster with the big humps and ups and downs, and you would just pay like a some amount, and you could drive your 1920s era car, ten cents for ten cents on this roller coaster and, and do just, whoop-de-doo's.
2: Yeah, they, I don't know if they did loops. That would be a <laughs> idea.
1: This no like loops. A okay, disaster. Only the cars with overdrive could do the loops. Yeah, you definitely. Oh, like I thought
2: speed. this was a whoop-de-doo. The thing with the oh, thing, the, you those those know. Are It goes
1: in in like the Baja 1000,
0: like the big. Those are whoops. Yeah, they they call them whoopses. And that's what these remind me. Yeah, that is kind of like that. So, yeah. So people would just go here. It literally
2: looks like a wooden roller coaster and people are driving like their Model T's on it. And it actually looks like a lot of fun. It
0: would be fun. Like if it's just a little loop and it's got these crazy bumps and things. How is this
2: not a thing? I mean, I know there's off road courses and blah, blah, but this is like on road cars.
0: You can make this safe now, I
2: bet. Oh, I think completely. And the fact that you could take your own car on it. Yeah. It's so cool. And like the
0: the initial call, like you wouldn't have to deal with all the hassle of making like the cars and the track system. People just drive their own.
2: I still it's think it's a whoop de doo right? but oh
0: my. Okay, you can call it a whoop de doo yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna, I think I'm you'd gonna mark fight that on a little that.
2: bit better. It's a better mm-hmm. word.
0: Yeah, whoop de doo is better. Yeah. So yeah, these. It's just, and watch no the video.
2: video. The video says it all. It's yeah. so cool.
0: And apparently, um, you know the there were like little painted lines, so you know where to put your tires. So this is
1: 1929, right?
0: 1929. And it, everyone, the consensus seems to be the reason these didn't catch off is. Catch on, catch on. is that the depression happened in October of 1929, and then people are just like, they're not going to risk their car for doing something crazy like this because nobody had any money and they just wouldn't do it. But had things gone a little differently. If this happened post-war, mm-hmm. maybe in the '50s, maybe making them out of steel instead of wood, I feel like. Somebody's got
2: to bring this back. Yeah. I, I feel like this is an idea worthy of bringing back.' Right, right, what making else can modern.
0: You do with like, if you have a car, you can go to a Go-kart, well you can go to, I'm sorry, you can go to like a, a drag strip.
1: Yeah. You
2: could
0: hypothetically take it on a track, but that takes more training. But you could put any You, don't, you, you could, put could take a slow car in this. You could take a slow car. You don't have to have special training. It, it might even be more
2: brand. fun in a slow car. Yeah. I think it would be. Yeah.
0: It's a little you Your metropolitan,
2: honestly, would be uh, an ideal. What are you saying about my metropolitan? No, I'm
0: saying it's tiny and it would be fun. Okay. You don't take the top off, though, because it's not slow. No, it's not slow. It's a very fast vehicle. I know. <laughs> anyway.
2: All right, that was fun. Oh, this is good.
0: This is exciting, and we're going to see this at Pebble Beach. It's going to be. I'm very rail. excited.
2: I've been hearing about this. So the
0: Myers Manx is the iconic dune buggy. When you picture dune buggy in your head, it is a Myers Manx that you are picturing, because it, Bruce Myers made this. He was a sculptor. It's brilliant, and now there's a new electric version, and they have um, it's been you know completely redesigned. Except for Freeman one. Thomas from Freeman Ford Thomas. Motor
2: Company. So, I mean, one yeah. of the top designers in the world who I respect oh. and love, and he's just yeah, absolutely the brilliant.
0: The new oh. Like, this guy knows what he's doing, and he did a brilliant job updating the classic Manx design to something modern, and it's electric and it looks like a blast, but the one thing that I really love is I was looking at these pictures and I realized the front axle is a standard 1938 design VW Beetle axle that <laughs> Manx, Manxes have used since day one. And I, David thinks they probably re-engineered it and I doubt it, because like why bother? They can still buy these things new. They They're proven, they do the job. I think they just bolted the original.
2: Okay, we're going to look there. at it on Friday, yep, and gonna, then yeah. we'll give an update. And, yeah. So uh, what's the uh, big deal?
0: Like, there's no spring, right? It's torsion bars. So there are springs, but they're horizontal in tubes. There are torsion bars in there. And then you have – so it's basically two parallel torsion bars, one across the top of the other. So you have the four arms, you know, two on each side. And it's just a very rugged design, and it's been and – there is maybe no more proven axle ever. They've been 20 million beetles, same fundamental design since the late 30s. This is a known quantity.
1: So it's literally taking a metal bar and twisting, twisting it, it, and right. that is acting as a spring. Exactly. Car.
0: Like, a lot of things can go wrong with an old Beetle. I've almost never seen one fail because of, like, a spring breaker or an axle thing. Those things are ironclad. It, they're amazing. So I, I think they made the right choice. Why re-engineer it?
2: And, and back to the car? Yeah. wow yeah. it's well, so cool looking it and great. it looks like a ball to drive too we gotta we got to see when all we electric and and they're doing something which is kind of an unusual idea so they're getting like the first what 50 customers or something oh, like that Yeah, yeah and like they're basically program. yeah beta testing. they're calling you beta testing yeah. and you get to basically drive it and be the guinea pig for the car yeah uh, and be, so they're so you pay them to do their market research <laughs> yeah, no, it's brilliant they're cunning and i'm i'm all for it i'd do it <laughs> right yeah, it would why would you far, not do it absolutely
1: i mean that's ex- that's exclusivity right there. Yeah, and they. Um, I'm in. It's gonna like do
0: zero to sixty in like four and a half seconds. They si- the range Jeez. the range limits they gave I feel like are a little high. They're like three hundred miles, and it's but not it's a so lot. So light, weight. yeah. But if you're on the dunes, you're gonna have to be using more. I don't know. I don't know where they tested it. Three hundred miles of range.
2: By though. the way, can you pronounce that word that you uh, yeah, uh, wrote
0: there? like electromagnetism, but
2: electromagnetism. I said it. You Ooh, did it that's yeah, good. That's good. But good I guess stuff.
0: I'm very excited about this thing, and I'm, I'm really excited to see that it's back. So that'll be good. Oh, and the taillight. Go to the taillight, David, since it's me. So they've also redesigned the iconic Beatles 62 to 67 taillight. And this is the first time I believe it's done. Where's my taillight image?
2: Oh, there, I keep going, keep going mo- down. Oh, it's so there beautiful. it is. Wow. So it's like, wow. Oh.
0: But they did such a nice job. It's got the same shape, but they made it hollow. It feels modern, but you know exactly what it is. Brilliant tail-like work. For, for
2: those of you who've been holding back on joining uh, Jason's tail-like cult, uh, yeah. w- w- is, I mean, is it okay to call it a cult? Oh, it's absolutely okay. okay. To it, this, this will, this will put you over the edge. This, this will get you in. You'll, 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 you'll shave your head. You'll put on the tunic. Yeah, and you'll become it's part over of the Scarlet
0: Brigade, and we're gonna show up yeah. to that bar. Up the yeah, this, this, yeah, that's right. we're not. Yeah, you know, we're not far from. It's Flashing Amber's, the sixth best. I love bar Flashing Amber's in the valley. Yeah, that's great. I know
2: others. You know, they they prefer. They're forget the name of the other one, but uh, oh, the, 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 the,
0: the lantern rouge, yeah, around here also in, <laughs> that's in Studio City, but there, it's, it's a fantastic. If, if you're around the area and you want to hang out with the taillight crowd,
2: we'll see it flashing ambers. See it
0: flashing ambers, we'll
1: be there. We're good. All right. All right.
2: This is good stuff, by the way. Yeah, I, I feel stuff. like you guys have been like really on the ball.
0: Yeah, we are. We're working.
1: Oh. David. Yeah, tell us you know, about we, this. We got speaking sorry. of on the ball, we got to you know, we were just talking about something we're going to see at Pebble Beach. Something. Let's be honest, that Manx is not going to be cheap. No. So we really need to talk about some stuff that, you know, garbage. So na- now you're stepping
2: different. into my territory here, trying to do, do my job, and let's hear how it went. <laughs> yeah. So what are we talking about here?
1: Well, okay, well, um, we're just talking about a car that I bought for $700. What kind of car, David? Which you thought
2: you were going to do what with? I Flip. Thought,
1: well, I thought it's I was It's cool. such a good deal. It was a smoking hot deal. 700 bucks. Oh. How can you possibly? You can't lose. It's impossible.
2: So you thought.
1: Tell what the car is for the people. Yes. It's a Chevrolet Tracker, which I know might not sound cool. I like to call it a Suzuki tracker because that just makes it a little bit better. you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's an off-roader, body on frame. It's got a low-range gearbox, solid rear axle. It's five-speed manual. Like a, like a, it's a like good a, little off-roader. I actually think it may be the best deal in off-roading today in the U.S.
0: <laughs> after this, after what you've been through, you still going okay, to stick with that? We,
1: mm, okay, it's borderline at this point, but it was definitely the case before I bought this one. Okay, so um, I bought it for he $700. He paid seven
2: hundred bucks. Now originally it wasn't seven hundred, so you went in thinking it'd be much higher. Is this correct?
1: Sixteen hundred bucks. I was probably willing to spend, probably up to fourteen hundred, maybe. I don't know, because I mean I don't know. I, there's something about this car. I just love it. Um, and then I get there, and the guy, he's like, the battery's dead. So he jumpstarts it, but he puts the cables on backwards and fries it. And I start smelling. I'm like, dude, I don't. Something's not quite right. And it won't start, and he's so he's trying to sell a car now that doesn't start, which is impossible, like generally. Yeah. And he knew it. He's he like, he did
0: it to himself. That poor he guy. He did. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's
1: like, um, all right, man, you can come back later. I'll try to. I'm like, I mean, if you want to sell it as is, I'm pretty handy with a wrench. He's like, oh, you buy it, not running. I'm like, yeah. He's like, how, he's like, how much? I'm like, you tell me. And he told me someone offered him 500 bucks, so I was like, all right, I'll give you 700 bucks for it. And he was thrilled.
2: I didn't know this part of the story, but uh, I didn't either, apparently actually. you know how negotiating works.
0: I'm not sure we can assume David knows how to negotiate. This is a man right. who
2: gave $10 to the police. So never work yeah. for Pawn Stars. That's not gonna work, all right? And I agree, you don't wanna take advantage of people, which you're, you're a gentleman, you're he is. a good human being, you're trying not to take advantage. But when somebody says, Five hundred. See that's what they're willing to sell it for and you could buy it therefore at that amount and make them happy because you're fulfilling They've their already expectations. Agreed to it Yes. By saying so. And then you say seven hundred <laughs> and he said, Oh yeah, of course, yes, thank you very much. Think about how happy he was at yeah. the end of that. And, and by the way, so so you showed up, he was thinking five hundred bucks, he advertised <laughs> it for sixteen hundred, offers it to you for five hundred, then you pay seven hundred. But you got a deal. Well, the, 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 in and he couldn't have taken the, your money fast enough, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. He was like, he ran into the house to get the title. He was <laughs> of like, of course I, he did. I've never seen a man run so fast. <laughs> of course <laughs> he did. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's, so um, what happens yeah. next? So it turns out, uh, and I have a little cost roll up of what it took to fix this thing.
2: You, and I, I, I looked through this, by the way, uh, and, and it, I'll point it, out it, the things you're missing. You
1: know, things just add up. You know, tires. That's a big, well, that's a big expense.
2: You, you didn't think you needed tires for it? You didn't, like, predict that? Because normally, like, you're <laughs> appraising a car if it needs tires. I mean, i to. Deduct gonna... that from the, anyway. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, anyway, the lug nuts were all screwed up, so I had to buy new ones. Um, a lot of things just added up, and in the end. It looks like
2: I... everything's wrong with this car, by the way. Mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <just> <laughs> the it, it,
2: it was one flat tire away from being a total. <laughs> the,
1: the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, the gas cap is, ru- the, the bottom hinge is rusted off, so it won't close all the way without, I just, I had to put these bi- really powerful magnets on there, and it. Anyway,
0: you also have a, a blood pressure pump to to actuate the four that's wheel drive correct. system. That's correct. The four wheel drive system.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actuating it with a. It, a hand is that pump. is that
2: your list of uh, this your is your the, uh, of the items? cost roll up? Yeah, yeah.
1: seven hundred dollar car cost me twenty one hundred dollars in the end. <laughs> Three times, twice as much to fix it than to buy it. Okay, okay. <laughs> and
2: this is I want to point out only if you value your time at zero. So you're yeah, saying your true. your time is is absolutely worthless. I
1: wouldn't want to add. Time. So <laughs> worthless,
2: zero time. Let's, okay, yeah. let's just
1: think about time for a second.
2: Okay, if you paid yourself minimum wage, do you have, I mean, is it double again My typical shop,
1: though, is yeah, like, what, 70 bucks an, an hour, hour at least? For
2: an hour, what do you, what do you it, Well, it depends on the type of work. You're not going to charge retail work for, uh, you know, so this is going to be at shop rate. but Yeah, yeah. But, so let's
1: just say it's 50 bucks an hour.
2: Which you couldn't get anywhere in California, but let's just right, call it that. Right, okay. cheap. Um, well, let's just say a backyard mechanic would do it for what, you know? Uh
1: I don't know, maybe thirty bucks an hour. Okay.
0: Okay. And how many how many hours is this? And I think I have some
1: kind of idea, cause I know how many nights you've spent. How many hours? I mean, probably like thirty hours, maybe.
2: <laughs> so add another, you know, a thousand bucks another just grand. to be just to be nice.
0: Yeah, and um, I think that's generous, also. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Were so. you
2: able to sell said automobile?
1: <laughs> he almost gave thing. it away to a. a Here's the thing about a Chevy driver. Tracker. Yeah. Well. The ceiling on a Chevy Tracker, <laughs> you hit it real quick. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, you can have a mint is condition
2: tracker. Is he avoiding tracker. the answer?
1: Okay. Yeah. A mint do. condition tracker is like going to be like three grand, maybe. Like a mint condition. Like you really hit a plateau quick. I'm going to lose money on this. <laughs> this was.
0: Well, to be fair, you're also losing a lot of time.
1: You know, let's <laughs> try <shut laughs> Look, this wasn't just a pure flip, though. The, mm-hmm. rea- the main reason why I bought this cause was because I wanted to see how good it would be off-road. So
2: okay, so just putting it out there. For anyone listening, you know David's negotiating skills. I think you might yeah. be able to pick up a tracker really cheap here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> you could probably walk away with someone, And you'll man, know,
2: I, I mean, You are honest to a fault. Literally, we've yeah. established that to a fault. Yeah. So you know exactly what you're going to get, which yeah. is very rare in a car like this, yeah, so, by the way. Yeah. Take so, advantage I, of
0: David is what we're saying, everybody. Offer to buy his tracker. Go home with a tracker in like 1600 bucks.
1: I don't know what shape it will be after I off-road it, but yeah, we'll see. Amazing. All right, moving on. Man, I always get
2: I So I, I should have looked up what a, what a brand new tractor or, or a, a brand new looking tractor would, would be you know, appraised at these days. I'm be curious.
1: With 177,000 miles? <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> okay, this next one's fun too. Oh, yeah, and this, it, it, s- this is not considered a taillight, though. No, is it? but it's
0: okay. I'm, I'm, I'm is it?
2: Would it be considered a taillight?
0: Uh, actually, it is doing a taillight's job. Right. So Just not on the tail. This is an old Volvo innovation. So, read the headline for us. Volvo once made turn indicators so weird, they're in a museum now. I should also add, they were so weird, they passed a law making them illegal the year after they came out. (laughs) Like, that's how successful these things were. So, for some reason, Volvo.
2: So, this immediately sent the Swedes. Yeah, that's what it did. Into the the back room. Yes, exactly. We can't
0: ever have this happen again. And the thing is, it's a charming and ridiculous thing. They, so they thought, instead of just regular flashing turn indicators on the corners of the car, wherever you expect them, mm-hmm. they said, let's put them on the roof in a funny little wing kind of dealie. So you only need, you only have two indicator lights, but you can see them from front and back. They were thinking you could see them in a greater area around the car. Had a little bluish green light. I don't really know what it did. Mm-hmm. And they called it, it tra- like the nickname for it was Cuckoo on the Roof because it looked kind of like, a, I don't know, I guess kind of like a cuckoo clock. But it was deeply strange. And, yeah, the year after they came out, they made it illegal to have roof-mounted indicators. People also didn't like it because it meant you couldn't have a roof rack. Like, the idea that your turn signal solution is going to keep you from having a roof rack should let you know right away. It, it,
2: it's pretty ridiculous. I'll give it them is. that. They, they, and usually, i got to say, they think things are a little bit better. But are you saying there's no taillights or any other lights? No, there's no the lights. There are brake this lights, okay. The tr- and
0: then scroll down, David, because what's crazy is this idea pops up again from our friends at Ford. Wow, Ooh, of all places. On a
2: Mustang. On, uh,
0: there was a, a Mustang concept that they made that used this. They called it, what do you call it, the Videopod? They called it a Videopod. It was even taller than the one yeah. Volvo did. It's like a jet wing, and it had the lights on it. And this was also a, see that thing under, like above the rear window, that bar? Oh, yeah. There? That was a periscope. So this was like a weird safety car experiment they were playing with. Also went I absolutely nowhere.
2: I thought it was like go-air. a TV antenna or this something up there. It looks
0: like a TV. Yeah, it was, it, that's a that's like the periscope, like the mirror section of a periscope. So you'd like look above there and add the mirrors. And that was the the other part where you could see it through. I love
2: all these old wacky Balls. concept cars that, that come up. You it's know, it, it's fantastic.
0: I think this one also had a light for accelerating. And uh, the one innovation I think that the the Ford one had was it was a Deceleration light, which actually could be useful because it wasn't brake reliant. And mm. think about a modern EV when you let off the gas
2: yeah, that's true. And you're
0: doing one pedal driving, it's slowing down, but you're not on the brake, so the brake lights don't come on. No, they do. They do. They do come on. Yep.
1: How yep. Do they, they? They do. do? Regen. Regen, oh, regen will. regen does pop the lights on. Regen will pop the, uh, the tail well, lights Okay, on. we got that Wait, slot. are we sure about this? Yes. All of them. Is yep. that a law? It, it. It all. Pretty much
2: all of them. Yeah. Yeah, when I mean, you I don't know if I'm like convinced of this. I, don't know, I
1: want to see it. Well, we'll have to see it. But when you let off the the accelerator pedal and regen slows the car, I, I
2: need down, you'll see the brake Inquiring on. minds want to know all if right. this We is we real. can
1: add to the bet. Uh two shots and then um two um Glassing? tepid 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 milk. That's been said out Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. You made it tepid.
1: Uh, okay. All right, the final article we need to discuss is your favorite vehicle name.
0: It's a terrible name. The, yeah, so Toyota's new EV is called the BZ4X, which sounds like a droid. It sounds like a Star Wars. It does.
2: I can't remember it for some reason. I can't
0: either. So there's something about it. Nobody can remember it. Something about this combination of letters will not lodge in your brain. I have the same problem. I can never remember the order. It doesn't flow. It's. One's lowercase,
2: the next one's capital. It's.
0: Yeah, somehow they picked four letters that are impossible. To retain in the human brain.
2: And one of them is a number, too. One
0: of them is a number. Yeah, one of them is a number. I, I, it's, See it's how t- hard it is?
2: Like got to remember I, it, there's a number there.
0: I was at a whole event about this car, and I never once was able to write down the name when I was writing okay, about
2: it. Okay, now, it, what could they all stand for, too? Because we got a four. That's probably, there's four wheels, so that's I good. I actually do know that. The X that. is a crossover? Sort, sort of? of, yeah. No,
0: so BZ stands for, like, beyond zero. It's like some th- stupid campaign they have. Okay. And then the four, I think, refers to either four doors, I want to say. Four There's wheels, a lot of four-somethings like on here. Yes. And the X, you're probably right, crossover, something like that. It's sort
2: of crossover it's,
0: it's a terrible name. It's terrible. I agree. And,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, um,
0: I don't know why this wasn't a Prius. Also. But naming... They established that brand already. Mm. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah.
1: Bo, you know a thing or two about naming cars a little bit, right?
2: Um, I've been there. I've been a part of naming vehicles. It's a lot of fun. The Sport of Kings, they sport call it. Sport of, sport of Kings. That's what I wanted to
1: hear. That's what I like hearing. So <laughs> if someone comes to you and is like, BZ4X, we're doing it. like,
2: is, is, how is How does this get through? Well, it gets through because the CEO says this is the new name. Yeah. You know, So this was Mr. Toyoda said, uh, yeah, this is the new name. He digs it. And that's what it is. Yeah. Actually, I name. don't know. How it's, uh, it's Toyoda. Right? Toyoda. It's with a D. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And I, I don't know how to pronounce it properly. I tried. I probably mangled that horribly. It's all right. But it that's... Go. It had to come from him. It ha- he had to be... My guess is he. his final stamp of approval was on it. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. Um, so,
1: besides the name, um, <laughs> the wheels are falling off these things, literally. And... Why? You know... The, that sort of brings up a larger discussion about
2: Toyota the top manufacturer in the world, Toyota, known for their quality known
0: for, they, they they take like the reason this car is coming out so late compared to everybody else's EV is because that's how Toyota works. They don't release things until they're sure it's going to be right so they're kind of conservative when it comes to new
1: tech right They take a while they make sure it works. so this is very surprising to me and they're bu- offering buybacks, which is crazy Cause it's just the it's the wheel bolts but I'm not really speaking that- of
2: bolts. A bolt might have had a couple of problems too. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So, the, so the two of the largest manufacturers in the world have horrible problems with their first EVs.
1: Well, that's And the- it's
2: not just them, by the way. No, it's I not. I mean, going back, pretty much everyone's had big problems sure. with their first EV. A lot of people forget that little Tesla Roadster uh, got a lot of people stranded and pissed off. Like Ben Affleck, he went nuts, I think. And and. Yeah. Uh, called uh, Elon and personally take it back and he had like number 3 or something he probably regrets it now. Uh but point is, you know, building cars not easy. No. Yeah, you building s- electric cars probably less easy. More
1: not you're easy. seeing a lot More of recalls, yes. a lot of recalls, a lot of flubbed launches on these new uh, first EVs and it's of all the, you don't want to screw up your first EV, you know. But everyone's doing it, so maybe it's not that bad. But here's
0: the problem with this oh, it's particular problem. <laughs> this is that bad, though. Yeah. This is bad because the problem is not an inherent EV no, problem. No, it's not. Yeah. It's something that cars have been dealing with since 1769. Wheels and keeping them on should be a solved problem.
1: <laughs> That's like, true. Like that
0: should be like what exactly, David? Can you explain why? What happened here? Why are the wheels falling off? The,
1: they're having issues with the wheel bolts. How? And How is
0: that still possible in 2022? How is that not solved? Look, it, are they new for this car? They
1: are. They, I, I'm fairly sure they are new for Why? this car. So
2: Bolt is just basically a bad idea to put <laughs> anything in in the car name? You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Just Wait, the, yeah. Just.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, we're seeing a lot of launch issues with new EVs. And look, yeah, we see that this is not an EV specific problem. These are Bolts. But it does go to the the main point is that getting these cars out and developing them is so complex maybe they were focused so much on on the EV part of it that they didn't pay as much attention here why weren't they using like
0: toyota no it doesn't, it sound doesn't like to, but it and why are they but we're seeing these it,
1: with like, Volkswagen yeah. all these software problems with the yeah. ID cars
0: that's at least something new like that's at least a new like it's new software for a new platform wheelbolt why aren't they just pulling a wheel bolt from one of the other billions of cars that they make? Like, what, is, is there any different uh-huh. demand that this would have? Well, I also, so I also so many, there so are a
1: lot of questions. questions. Yeah. I also am wondering, a lot of, some of these cars are some of the first vehicles that were developed virtually during the pandemic, post-pandemic. Oh, mm-hmm. and, and, and you have to wonder what that does to the vehicle development process, where you don't have people around the table
0: yeah. Good question. So For something like this, you think that could be a factor?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We're mostly just asking questions here.
2: We but
0: are.
1: Maybe,
2: maybe from some, someone from Toyota could enlighten yeah. us. Yeah, we will have you happily like you
0: know, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. If a Toyota engineer wants to explain what's going on, I would love to talk to them. And this wouldn't be an attack. I just want to know. No, we do want to know. We, yeah, can. we want to know. Absolutely.
1: All right. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was our, our week at the Autopian. Yes. And
2: um, get ready yeah. to go to Pebble Beach. We'll be reporting on that in a few weeks, oh, yeah, I guess, we or whenever these uh, start to, to actually out. air. Yeah.
1: yeah. But
0: yeah, that's right. We're going to be all heading up to Pebble Beach. I got to go to excited. Target
1: to get some nice clothes up yeah. from my normal Walmart spot. So. I think that's smart.
2: Excited People will notice that, at, comes uh, out of that.
0: At, at, in Monterey. They'll be able to tell a Target man over a Walmart uh, man. I oh, figured. yeah. I Easily. It's going to be good. I'm all excited. Right. This is going to be fun. That's going to be. All, all right. right.
1: Well, thanks for everyone for tuning in to the Autopian podcast. Um, we're now going to talk to. Dave Shutton, a master builder.
0: Yeah, one of the best, maybe the best of what the he does. Best. Hunt runs and fun
2: stuff. Yeah. All right, thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to the Autopian podcast. Up next, we have master builder Dave Shutton.